to Best of Friends. I will drive down there to beat you. We were very cool in high school. Who think they know football. I just went on a really long tangent there about Brett Favre. I have to pay more attention to the Lions this year. Bring you unprecedented access to the NFL world. OurLions.com, Pro Fantasy Football, Pro Football Reference, ESPN. Because here, it's real football by real fans. We are diehard football fans that just want to talk football. The 2M Football Show starts now. Hello, everybody. It's the 2M Football Show here with you once again with a brand new episode. It is Tuesday, November 23rd, around 9 p.m. We're recording this. Kids are in bed. The adults are awake for now. So we're going to see if we can bang out this podcast. Hey, Matt. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to make it there. <laughs> I was also unsure, but the extra pot of coffee did the trick. And here I am. And let's let's do this thing. Yes. It's Thanksgiving week. Very exciting time in the NFL world and otherwise. But I guess once again, I feel like we've been doing this once every every other week. Pretty much the apology tour continues. We Yeah, this, in, this, this thing called life just keeps getting in the way. Keeps happening. I don't know why it didn't happen last year, but it's happening this year. <laughs> but yeah, sorry for not putting out an episode last week. It really does hurt me because I put all this time into taking these copious amounts of notes. And then if we don't record it all, this is wasted work on my part, but that's okay. <laughs> you enjoy it. It's true. I do. And uh, yeah, quick um, disclaimer for this week in particular, I probably watched less actual football this weekend than any other week so far. <laughs> it's because been crazy. We did our, uh, we did our Thanksgiving celebration this weekend. Yeah. So Sunday. did we. Yeah. Oh, nice. Well, then, happy Thanksgiving so to you. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you. And so, yeah, and we actually hosted whatever. We're in our new house. I don't want to get into it, but we were hosting. And so, yeah, I spent all day trying to figure out how to make a turkey. Oh, my God. I missed that. <laughs> it actually turned out okay. If you didn't keep moving farther away every year, maybe you would have been invited. <laughs> hey, I'd make that road trip. Oh, that's sweet. All right, maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> next year I'll be in freaking Michigan. <laughs> Let's, we'll meet halfway some, you know, in some a random hotel, town. That's and... not creepy. What? In a hotel, that's not creepy. <laughs> Cozy little bed and breakfast. <laughs> We've been talking about a 2M company getaway. Single twin, single <laughs> twin bed is all we can afford. We're using the show earnings, then uh, we, we can't even afford that. <laughs> we get a cot. Yeah. What did you say? Oh, cot. cot. Okay. No. <laughs> anyway, let's let's talk. I some can't football. laugh anymore today, dude. You have no idea what kind of day I've had. So uh, funny. A good story. day, right? If you've been laughing, yeah. Well, funny story. So you're gonna love this. So okay. we're recruiting for work right now, right? It's a good thing my current boss isn't listening. To- sports <laughs> yeah um we went to one of the malls out here just to kind of scope it out to see uh anybody was looking very unhappy in their current line of work <laughs> mm-hmm. um i happened to point out as we walked by that 
in one of the malls was a little arcade and they had time crisis. I remember that game. We blew about 50 bucks, but we beat it. <laughs> Whatever it takes. It was a, it was a pretty epic day. It was exciting. It was fun. We laughed. Dude, nice. I got lightheaded. I'm pretty sure I lost brain cells. <laughs> Those were in but short supply we already. So. I can officially mark off time crisis. Five has been beaten. <laughs> that's that's a, a hard day's work right there. I think so. We were sweating. All we were doing was pulling plastic triggers. <laughs> that does sound like a great day. Um, and uh, on a more exciting note, I know this is random, but I will have, should have, my computer and recording setup back to how it used to be many moons ago. Oh, back in the YouTube days? Yeah, I'll have my microphone. It won't be all off my phone. <laughs> we'll have some soundproofing to absorb some noise in the room. Nice. So yeah. So what you're saying I, is we're gonna we're gonna have to stop blaming the equipment soon for for our failures, and then start to no, look, well, look inward. I mean, for a little while, we can keep going. Okay. Okay. Well, that is exciting though. All right, let's talk some football. Ooh, <laughs> Today's football. show recap week eleven, preview week twelve, including three exciting Turkey Day matchups. And can you believe it's week twelve already? No, we have for fantasy purposes, where which we will be entering the fantasy corner. There's only three weeks left before playoffs. What? I'm running out of time to make my playoff push. Yeah, how's <laughs> and, that going for you? And we'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> Let's get into week 11 recap. Where Let's not say we did. Jesus, I, these games I, are so frustrating. I feel like we learn less and less about the nfl as each week goes by <laughs> who's good For people who's who claim to make a podcast about it we feel dumber and dumber every week i think i had my worst week of picks and pick them ever <laughs> i didn't even <laughs> look at the results i was terrified all right so there were some absolute doozies of upsets here and, let, and let's start with the biggest one by the numbers in which the colts traveled to buffalo taking on josh allen and the bills in a rematch of actually the, the wild card round in the AFC from last year, which of course the Bills won that matchup. Did they? Because it didn't look like they were going to play very well. Today. Not only they did they, not only did the Colts win, they absolutely blew the Bills out of the water, forty-one to fifteen, mostly on the back of Jonathan Taylor's record-setting, absolutely monstrous five-touchdown game. And, uh, I mean, it's a good recipe for success when you don't have to put the ball in Carson Wentz's hands too much. <laughs> but that's a little ridiculous. Those are Derrick Henry numbers. <laughs> right. RIP. But, um, yeah, it was just insane. Jonathan Taylor had – let me – I'm pulling up – got the stats here. He had over 200 all-purpose yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> Carson Wentz yeah, only had 100 many. yards. <laughs> Uh, and of course, that was impressive. But was what maybe even equally impressive was uh, limiting Josh Allen with their defense to just 200 passing yards. Picked him off twice, only 18 rushing yards, which might even be the more surprising part. You know, we all we yeah, all know they couldn't get the ground game going for yeah. anything. It was uh, it was pretty crazy to see this happen. And the Colts have actually won three in a row now. And uh, and they are closing in on the Titans, who who are coming up next in this in the upset list. 
I think that's the bigger upside and the most aggravating one. Just really quick on the Bills, though. They have yeah. – if you look at the games that they've actually won this season, they're 6-4. Um, they're and four. They beat the Dolphins. They beat the struggling okay. Washington football team. They beat the Texans. They beat the Chiefs in what was, I think, their one actually impressive win this year. And then they beat the Dolphins again. Now they've – and the Jets. So, you know, bottom of the barrel, bottom of the league teams. Their losses have come to the Jaguars in the most perplexing fashion two weeks ago. Now the Colts, they lost to Tennessee and uh, the Steelers week one. So, I don't know. It kind of seems to me like all the good teams they've faced, they lost to, besides the Chiefs being their one big win to hang their hat on. And they're actually behind New England now in the division. Yeah, they lost to that potent Jacksonville Jaguars team. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a little bit of a eyebrow Head scratcher. Grade. Yes. <laughs> and the, the Bills have not played the Patriots yet this season. They're going to play twice in the final, whatever we got left, six weeks. So that's going to be fun to watch that go down. Um, but yes, arguably an even bigger upset, even though the scoreline was a little bit closer. The Texans traveled to Tennessee, take on the Titans in a AFC South. Yes. Why is it <laughs> Tennessee? Why is it Tennessee seems to manage to run Rackshaw through everything of like the great teams? And then they play, this is the opposite of the Bills. They play the bottom of the barrel and they lose. Right. They just finished going off that crazy stretch of beating, uh, yeah, the Rams, the Bills. I forget who else we were talking about it. Uh, but they just beat a bunch of good teams in a row. And yet they come out completely flat against the Texans. I think there are a couple of factors here, and I think it mostly comes down to injuries. Brian Tannehill has nobody left to, to hand the ball to or to throw it to. Julio Jones was already hurt in this game. He's barely played this season. Uh, and then obviously, I was about to say Hunter Henry. That is not right. Derrick Henry. No, there you go. <laughs> has been out for you know several weeks now. He's, he's likely out for the season. And at the beginning of this game, early on, they lost their top receiver, A.J. Brown. They lost their second string receiver, filling in for Julio Jones. Marcus Johnson, I think is his name. I started him in fantasy. He got a big fat zero because he got hurt <laughs> immediately. Nailed it. On his one target, it was an end zone target. He, he just pulled up grabbing his hamstring. And I'm like, are you kidding me, man? <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? Also, I feel bad for you, I guess, but I feel worse for myself. <laughs> And Tannehill just struggled because there was nowhere to go with the football. Yeah, it gets, it gets rough when you, you your receivers start dropping like flies all of a sudden. Yeah, he's, he, he's surrounded by – it's insane what's happened to this offense in terms of injury. Their third-string running backs and wide receivers, great. Right, and they had to sign the zombified corpse of Adrian Peterson, who they just released today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. That was. I don't know what what that was about. That was stupid. That was a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on the other side of the ball, uh, Tarod Taylor has been back the last few weeks from an injury, and he didn't. I mean, the Titans' defense played well. Texans did not do much, but when you throw four picks, it just puts them in good position to score easy touchdowns. And Tarod Taylor had a pair of rushing touchdowns, a bunch of field goals, <laughs> and that pretty much sealed it. So, yeah, turnovers was the deciding factor in this game. Yep. 
Yep. And the Titans fall to eight and three now. They're still the top. They might be tied with Baltimore now. I'll have to check the standings, but uh, they're still top of their division. Got a two game cushion over the Colts, who I think they already beat twice this year. So still looking good for the division, but definitely question get, marks surrounding this offense. While healthy. the defense was making great strides, now the offense is suffering. Right. It's like Green Bay can't catch a break. Oh, don't get me started on Green Bay. At least not yet. We got one more game first. <laughs> Another upset was the Washington football team going into Carolina, taking on the Panthers, who have looked rejuvenated with uh, with Cam Newton back in town. Superman! Super Cam, that's right. And it was a revenge game of sorts for him, even though he was on his original team uh, going up against his old coach and Ron Rivera. And it was kind of funny before the game, Rivera had been asked if he uh, had made specific... like game plans or had like a secret folder of stuff right. to counter Cam Newton. And he I think was he like, said, absolutely. absolutely, yes. <laughs> uh, well, something they were doing worked because they won the game 27 21, although Cam was productive again. Well, that's because Chase Young went down. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that hurts. That was their first game without him, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. And the defense did suffer. Taylor Henneke had three passing touchdowns. Uh, Antonio Gibson was close to 100. All, all told on the ground, uh, Washington ran for over 150 yards. And this uh, this defense that has been really carrying the Panthers to their all their, their wins to this point uh, didn't really have an answer for what Washington was doing out there. So uh, that was, it was an impressive game from Washington. They've actually, I want to say they're on a little bit of a winning streak. They've won two of their last three, right? Two in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Two out of their last three. So signs of life from Washington, they're sitting at four and six, uh, third in the division right now, half game back from uh, Philly. So yeah, I mean, they look better lately. They look, completely terrible to start the season but things uh maybe looking up we'll see and then the packers why do they always have such trouble with the vikings it seems like i gotta say Mm -hmm. as a packers fan this was frustrating as a fantasy owner most exciting game ever (laughs) i mean it started as kind of a started slow but it, it built to a very exciting offensive display. There were some issues, some injury concerns coming into the game from the Packers. The leading running back Aaron Jones was out. Lineman David Bakhtiari, Alan Lazard, the receiver, none of them played this game. And then there have been reports that Aaron Rodgers is playing through uh, what I saw described as a significant toe injury. I think they confirmed it today as it's turf toe. Mm. So what their plan is is to make it through this week so that they can get to the bye where he can recover. But turf toe in some cases can be career ending. Yeah, I mean, it's it's no joke. It sounds like a joke, but it's not. <laughs> but the offense didn't have that much trouble here. I'm, I'm way more disappointed in the defense who has been kind of carrying the Packers the last few weeks. Uh, you know, they had that such an impressive game largely shutting down Mahomes uh, two weeks ago. Then they completely shut out Seattle's offense. Right, yeah. 
which was beautiful. Tears of joy, seeing what they did to Russell Wilson. <laughs> but then they and then there's Kirk Cousins. I mean, like, I know you always defend him, and rightfully so. He, get, he gets a lot of hate for some reason from Minnesota fans, ironically. But he's, I mean, Cousins is good. He had almost 350 yards, three touchdowns in this game. Uh, all, most of that production went to Justin Jefferson. And, yeah, especially the pass defense. They, they held Dalvin Cook, the running back in check mostly. It was really the secondary that struggled. They gave up almost 175 yards to Jefferson and two scores. Uh, Adam Thielen, too, their other receiver, had eight for 82. There was just a lot of miscommunication in that back. Like, that was the frustrating part to watch is, like, just the lack of communication right. in the second. Yeah, there's, like, deep shots, right, where the safety wasn't where he thought he would be. Well, it was crossing over in the middle of the field, which, you mm-hmm. know, when you run a two-high safety, that's what you do. You throw it to the middle of the field, and you let the receiver use their legs. It was just, I don't know, there was no adaptation to it, so it was frustrating to watch. Yeah. Uh, so the Packers fall to eight and three. Still first place comfortably in the division, but and second place in the NFC behind the Cardinals, which I believe are nine and two. Yes. That's correct. <laughs> okay. For <Before> you <laughs> let's talk about our playoff sleepers really quick. I really quick. I don't have playoff sleepers anymore. <laughs> Come on, the Falcons are four and six. Yeah, four and six. They're only, yeah, they're, they are, we'll say, in the hunt. <laughs> yeah, after getting blown away by the Patriots, no. This was a Thursday night game, so it feels like an eternity ago. Uh, yeah, I didn't to, watch the second half. We don't have to spend any time on it. The Falcons, like the, like, uh, like the Titans, have nobody left. They have no more playmakers on offense. Poor Matt Ryan. Yeah, and you know what the worst part is? Is going to their social media page, everyone's talking about firing or cutting Matt Ryan. Everyone's like, well, Dan Quinn clearly wasn't the problem. Like, I don't know if these people have seen the same thing I have, but who does Matt Ryan throw to? Right, I don't think Matt Ryan can't just throw every single pass to Kyle Pitts. Mm -hmm. A little easy to plan that game plan. All right, and that's what the Patriots do. They identify the strongest weapon and, and try to take scheme to take it away and that's he's their only weapon right now no Cordero Patterson even in this game of course still their no next wide receiver is freaking Russell Gage as a WR1 not gonna yeah. happen guys yeah it's not yeah I can't even play out of the slides just ask Fine. my fantasy team Russell Gage is not doing anything <laughs> I saw this little nugget in the broadcast it was the first time Atlanta was shut out at home since before we were even born, Matt, 1988 was the last time okay. that happened. So we witnessed some You know history. what? At least I can say this is the first time in my lifetime. Yeah. There are and plenty of other people who cannot say that. <laughs> yep, this is true. As far as the Patriots are concerned, they're now 7-4. and four. That's their fifth win in a row. And they are now first place in the AFC East. Oh, right. And one more thing I jotted down here. Remember, remember three weeks ago when the Falcons beat the Saints? In a I kind of a shootout. Say yes. <laughs> yeah. But I have a feeling I don't like where this is going to go. Well, since that impressive win, they've scored a total where they won that game, like, you know, 28 to 25 or whatever it was. They've scored a grand total of three points in the two weeks since then. <laughs> oh 
oh my god, they're nailing it. What a team, what an offense, what a show. <laughs> and then your other sleeper, the Raiders. I didn't watch any of this game. They got pounded by the Bengals 32 to 13 at home. They had no answer for Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. None. I saw bits and pieces of that game. Um, basically, Mixon was their problem. Jamar Chase and um, Tyler Boyd in the secondary. Mm-hmm. Carr just could not get the ball moving up the field. Um, I think what we're seeing here is with the unfortunate departure of Ruggs, mm-hmm. that vertical threat. Runfro is stepping in, but it's going to take this Raider team a little while now to re-move some pieces around and recongeal. Um, I do have a problem with the right side of the line. I think that guard is not the greatest at keeping um, pressure, but I don't know. I think the Raiders may be in the hunt at best, but the Falcons are out. Yeah, they're starting to – the Raiders are starting to fall behind in that division a little bit. Uh, And then on to my sleeper teams, the 49ers played the Jaguars. Uh, they did what they should do against a team like the Jaguars. They beat them 30 to 10. Oh, they didn't lose like Tennessee? They did not lose. That's right. And they scored more than six points in the process. <laughs> um, yeah, they beat them 30 to 10. Comfortable, nice, comfortable victory. And I just, I got to hand it to Jimmy Garoppolo. He's do playing, you? He's playing. I have to. I, I got I don't want to. I was fully on board the Trey Lance train, but I don't think it's happening. The train Lance? Yes. Excellent. (laughs) Choo-choo. Nailed it. Garoppolo's is playing so well. Um, No one's even talking about Trey Lance. I don't think it's going to happen this year. (laughs) Obviously, the biggest story around that offense, though, is Debo Samuel and what he's doing as a running back. He only had one catch in this game, Debo Samuel. He's a receiver. He only had one catch. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, right. It's a legitimate question because he had eight rushing attempts, averaged 10 yards per, and scored a rushing touchdown. He outran. Was it last week I texted you? I was like, why does it seem like Debo Samuel makes a better running back than a wide receiver? Well, yeah. I mean, he by far outproduced their actual running backs, <laughs> despite them getting like double the amount of carries. It's uh, It's pretty cool. It's cool what he's doing over there. And, uh, yes, yeah, so the 49ers improved to 5-5, five and five, and they are in the mix for the number seven seed, number seven playoff seed in the NFC. Uh, the Broncos were on a bye, but they were in a giving mood in the holiday season, I guess. As they, really? How long have you been holding that one in? Uh, just since I saw this news, like, a week. <laughs> <laughs> They extended two of their wide receivers over the bye week. Tim Patrick will be staying in town on a three-year, $30 million extension, and then Cortland Sutton on a four-year deal worth $60 million. So keeping nice. those guys around. Just save some money to get Rodgers this offseason, and then this team will be unstoppable. Oh, my God. I'm going to keep saying it. Uh, a couple of the notable games. The Chiefs beat the Cowboys 19 to 9. This was supposed to be like the marquee matchup of the week, but Cowboys lost half their receiving core in before and then during the game with Amari Cooper on the COVID list. And then uh, CeeDee Lamb left early with a concussion. On a side note, that trade I made for Amari Cooper seems like it's to more my favor. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Boyd has been really good. And 
right? Obviously, Cooper didn't even play, and he's going to be out again this coming week. I had Daryl Williams, which thank you, CEH, for taking goal line touches from him and running yeah. six yards. That was but too bad. I'm still, I'm still hopeful for it. <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a timeshare before he went out with the injury. So I'd kind of expect it to go back to that. We'll see. But yeah, the Chiefs get the win in a kind of disappointing game. The in maybe the wildest game of the week, the Chargers beat the Steelers 41 to 37 on Sunday night football. And you knew this was going to be more of an offensive game than, than you might normally expect from a team playing the Steelers, given they were down three of their best defensive players in TJ Watt, Joe Hayden, Minka Fitzpatrick, none of whom are active for this game. This is where, and this was a Steeler team where you could tell that the biggest miss in that defense was Minka Fitzpatrick. Yeah, yeah. Justin Herbert went insane. Austin Eckler went Austin insane. Eckler went crazy, yeah. <laughs> Despite the fact that the Steelers put up they scored 27 points in the fourth quarter and it still wasn't enough to win the game. Uh, Chargers drove down the field. I think that it was a game winning drive for uh, by Justin Herbert. This, found, uh, the, the Bolts have, uh, have finally gotten out of their woes of close game losses. Yeah, right. Yeah, this was uh, it was a come from behind effort at the end with two minutes left. And like you said, missing their safety, Fitzpatrick. Uh, Herbert found Mike Williams for a 53-yard touchdown bomb uh, with two minutes left, and then the defense is able to close it out. Good to see from the Chargers. I was a year early on both my sleeper teams. And so were you. Look at the Cowboys. Who was the other pick last year? Denver. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, okay. they're right there. I'm losing faith, but, yeah, look at that. I just had to give you crap for the Cardinals last year. Oh, I mean, you should continue to do so because you called it 100% correctly. <laughs> All right, Ravens beat the Bears in a really depressing game, 16 to 13. This was uh, depressing for me. I did a Hollywood Brown was out. Hollywood Brown, although he might not have done anything anyway, given that Lamar was out too with the non-COVID-19 illness. So Tyler Huntley got the start for the Ravens. Did you see the post that Tyler Huntley put up for the message he received from Lamar? No pressure, right? So he got a text message from Lamar that said, you be you. Don't worry, I'll be watching. And I'd be like, dude, if I got that message, I'd be like, oh, great. <laughs> I'll be watching. And on the Bears side, uh, Justin Fields got hurt halfway through. Andy Dalton finished the game. And we'll be starting this week. That's right. Yeah, he'll be starting the Thanksgiving matchup against Detroit which is really too bad. <laughs> and maybe Tim Boyle. Right. That could be an incredible matchup. Hey, speaking of Tim Boyle. See what I did there? That's good. The Lions played the Browns and Jared Goff uh, was hurt. So Tim Boyle got the start. And there's been so much talk about this guy, Tim Boyle. I've, I'd never heard of him before. I think the stat is that is in his entire college career, he threw one touchdown. <laughs> it was something insane because somebody was making a joke on like Instagram that like it's the greatest like backup NFL quarterback story ever. Yeah, I mean that might be true. Like they basically plucked this guy off the streets. Most unlikely, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean he played here 
not much to talk about in this game. The Browns got it done with the ground game. Big game from Nick Chubb eked out a 13 to 10 win. The Lions remain winless. The Cardinals beat the Seahawks. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray both out again. So it was Colt McCoy um, outdueling Russell Wilson. He threw for over 300 yards. Colt McCoy did. He also fumbled three times, but luckily they were all recovered by Arizona, so no harm, no foul. And uh, Wilson just hasn't looked the same since coming back from that finger injury he had earlier in the season. Uh-huh. Uh, like you said earlier, he got completely shut out by the Packers. And in this game, just didn't look right. Couldn't barely even got to 200 passing yards. And the, another, I mean, the bigger number for me is he's not running. He only had two rushing yards, which is unheard of. And part of that, yeah, that's, chalk that's, up not, that's not Seattle numbers for him. Yeah, and the Cardinals' defense is legitimate, but they're not that good. The Eagles stomped on the Saints, and then Dallas Goddard signed a four-year, $60 million extension. Good for him. Oh, yeah, blah, 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 Taysom Hill, blah, blah, blah. Don't you blah, 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 Taysom Hill. I love the uh, <laughs> the quotes, depending on which position he plays. What it's doesn't a, make any sense to me is what Sean Payton's doing. He doesn't know. <laughs> They do not know how they're going to use him. All like, they know like is that you they said, want him. Like they paid Taysom this money and they brought him in as his quarterback. And all of a sudden they're like starting Trevor Simeon. Makes no sense. And he looked terrible. Simeon was awful through like three and a half quarters, kind of like the Atlanta game. And then he turned it on to score a few late touchdowns to make it look a little more respectable. He's not good. I never thought I'd be banging the drum for Taysom Hill. But he should be starting a quarterback for this team. I am so happy you are here. <laughs> Welcome. We have cookies. I never thought this. I would be this person. I've, I've become what I what I hated the most. <laughs> Good. Good. But but yeah, the contract has Feel whatever wording in it. Flow through you. <laughs> the contract extension he signed is worth somewhere between 40 million and 95 million and yeah exactly like he said depending on what position he plays so Sean Payton Jesus clearly God. doesn't know exactly what how he's do you doing. not know <laughs> I love that man but how do you not know I, it's like they've they've seen him play quarterback you know he got that stretch last year where he started a few games looked okay <laughs> they won most of those games whatever that's worth um, and then in this game he didn't even play it's so weird. I, I don't know what they're doing, but Simeon is not the answer. I can confidently say that. Uh, the Buccaneers and Giants played a game technically on Monday Night Football. This was technically, the one game I, again, I didn't even watch the second half. This game was so stupid. Daniel Jones is trash. He's worse than Trevor Simeon. <laughs> <laughs> this team cannot do anything offensively, and they realized this and fired their offensive coordinator Jason Garrett, that news came through today, but uh, that is not the whole problem. I think this team has much deeper issues than that. Matt Rue has a lot on his plate. You mean Joe Judge? Or Joe Judge, Jesus. Yeah, rules Carolina, but yeah, they they both do actually. (laughs) But it's uh, it's tough, especially when you look at all. Get Matt in here; he'll straighten it out. (laughs) Matt Because if you look at the roster, there's talent there. And this is the first time they've had, like, Saquon, Galladay, Kadarius, Tony. Yeah, how about Galladay learns how to create separation? Pay him all that money and he doesn't do jack. 
so frustrated by him. I don't even have him in fantasy. He makes me mad. Well, this is the only reason I have such a passionate take on Daniel Jones. If I didn't have him in fantasy, I could just point and laugh like everybody else. But I'm invested. (laughs) I'm invested. Damn it. (laughs) It's so disappointing. Like he looks every pass, every pass. He looks like he's going to go deep and then he just checks it down. Inaccurately, half the time. If they put points on the board, but clearly that doesn't work, but they don't they, trust them. The one touchdown they got was when the defense set them up with good field position after a tip pass interception off of Brady. That was their one touchdown. Oh, but we should note that he threw that touchdown to Andrew Thomas, the, the offensive tackle and your prove it player from last year. So you know it. Nice call. Uh, he proved it this year. The rest of the team, however, sucks. Oh, all right. So that was week 11. A lot of thoughts, but it's behind us. Is it? Now look forward to week 12 after a quick break. And we're back. No, no music for me this time, Matt? No, you cut it out. <laughs> That's true. I still appreciate it in the moment, though. Uh-huh, I'm sure you do. That's all okay. that hard work I put into it and making a tune and... <laughs> Just gets ignored. <laughs> All right. You should be used to it by now. Mm, well, you're right. <laughs> All right. The week 12 preview this week, the bye weeks continue with the Cardinals and the Chiefs getting the week off. How about, how about that? I would love to have uh, Thanksgiving week off if I was an NFL player. <laughs> I mean, I took the week off from my day job, so obviously I wouldn't enjoy that. We get a four-day weekend. We're getting paid for Friday. Mm-hmm. And don't have any, to be in. Any plans? Sleep. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, it's a good it's one. my favorite one. <laughs> it's, is that sad? That's literally my favorite thing to do. Sleep. That well, I'm playing you're, sleep. you're trying to show your children how much sleep is delicious and better and amazing. <laughs> they don't believe me. They hate it. No, they don't. <laughs> Hence why we're here. Uh, anyway, yeah. Okay, top matchup of the week for me is the Rams at the Packers. This is a playoff rematch from last year uh, when Green Bay really dominated that game. If you remember, um, Aaron Donald was hurt, so that made things easier for this Packers offense, and they, they won the game pretty easily. Obviously, this is a much different Rams team now. <laughs> They've... They've loaded up firepower on at every position, pretty much. Jeez, yeah, right. They signed a blank check this year for cap space. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got a healthy Aaron Donald now. They've got Von Miller. They've got Odell. They, yeah. Stafford. Well, we'll, we'll see well, about Odell. <laughs> yeah, not exactly coming, at the Odell wagon. <laughs> they're coming off the bye week, so that makes me wonder if they, you know, it's another week for him to study the playbook. Find out where they keep the kicker nets on the sideline. Everything that he needs to know to uh, to do what he does. I got that reference. <laughs> For the Packers, uh, they will likely be without running back Aaron Jones again. Um, although, to be honest, A.J. Dillon has looked really good. I don't think they're missing Jones all that much. Uh, no, it's a very good situation. I don't think we've ever had Green Bay. That is very true, yeah. Like, not just a good running back, but, like, a solid backup running mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. It, it's nice. It's a nice luxury. And they're going to have them both for a while, too, because they just extended Aaron Jones 
he's on a new four-year contract and Dylan is on his rookie deal. So they're both in town for the foreseeable future. Uh, so we'll see about Rodgers and his turf toe. I don't think there's any risk of him missing the game, but don't want him to be limited mobility, especially against this pass rush. I should pull up my picks. This is the part where we do that, right? <laughs> I think I'm oh, taking. Oh, the, yeah. I think I'm taking the Packers at home to win this game. Uh, I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, I don't blame you. They uh, had suffered a couple of back-to-back losses heading into the bye week, but they've now had uh, some time to maybe figure that out. I think it'll be a fun game, though. I wish it was prime time. Oh, fun is definitely like the number one thing about this week. I'm surprised it's not a prime time game. Well, because prime time isn't good <laughs> anymore. That's true. <laughs> they started off so strong this year. Uh, this, so full disclosure again, I started this before the last week's slate of games. The Titans have definitely fallen in my watchability, <laughs> but. Uh, the, the game I had next year is Titans at Patriots. And I, I still think this is an interesting one, but given all the new injuries and how much the Titans have struggled versus the Patriots and their strength being the yeah. I got to go with the yeah. Patriots. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going to have to, uh, never thought I'd be a new England fan. I technically am not, but yeah. All right, Raiders at Cowboys. This is one of the Thanksgiving games. This is the middle game, which is... Why does this feel like this is so much cooler on paper? Just turkey sandwiched between the more afternoon game, the, the night game and the morning game. Sorry, I butchered that. <laughs> yeah. Back it up. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, Mike, your comedy meter is <laughs> on 110. Whatever will we do. Amari Cooper is, is likely going to be out again uh, due to COVID protocols. And C.D. Lamb, given that it's a Thursday game, it might not be enough time for him to clear the concussion protocol and come back. And if that's the case, that also makes this game less watchable. <laughs> but, well, not only that, but even Zeke was in and out of the lineup this past week. Yeah. So it's like... Yeah, he's got a knee issue. Yay for me, because I'm starting Tony Pollard, but... <laughs> Um, um, I'm, I'm actually taking the Raiders. I'm with the 9% taking the Raiders because of these new cowboy injuries that have surfaced. Yeah, that's definitely a factor. And I feel like this is what the Raiders do, right? Like when, as the moment you start believing in them is when they poop the bed and start losing random games. And then once you're all the way out and they look terrible and, and you know, they're defeated, no, they come out and win a game like this. I'm still taking the Cowboys, uh, but I think it'll be close cool beans bills at saints this is the evening game the night game oh. Thanksgiving. and this is another one where i'm a little bit less excited about it given how terrible both of these teams were this, this past weekend the saints in theory have a good defense although they just gave up 40 points to jalen hurts and the eagles and uh, the bills have a good offense in theory though they were just held to 15 points by the colts so what yeah, do you but this is a Saints office under T- uh, Trevor Simeon. <laughs> Something's got to give. Um, so as long as Trevor Simeon's running the offense, I'm going with the Bills. 
interesting that you say that oh. because I'm, I'm hearing rumblings that they might be turning it over to Taysom Hill, which of course they would do that the week that I finally drop him in fantasy, whatever. Or when they face, you know, what's usually a pretty stout defense. And everyone's like, man, this guy's trash. <laughs> right. It's like, well, is he or is it the fact that they're like, yeah, now's a good time. Another factor here is Alvin Kamara, the Saints, you know, all pro running back missed the game last week. So they're hoping to have him back. I, I have the Bills winning. Is that what you said? Yes. Yeah. Browns at Ravens, the Sunday night game. AFC North divisional battle between the Ram, uh, the, the Rams. Jeez. The Browns. <laughs> the Ravens and the Browns. Uh, hopefully Lamar Jackson will be back from his illness. Even so, uh, Huntley looked good. So I'm taking uh, – Taking Baltimore. Yeah, I'm taking Baltimore as well. Chargers at Broncos is another exciting one with both these teams in the AFC West. Uh, Only one game separates them, despite the fact that the Broncos are in last place and the Chargers are in second place. They're only one game apart. Uh, These divisional battles are always fun and not as fun as last year when we were on opposite sides of these uh, (laughs) as our playoff sleepers, but I do still think it'll be fun, and I'm taking the Chargers. Yes. All right. Steelers at Bengals. I feel like there's a lot of inter-intra-divisional matchups this week. You're an inter-divisional matchup. Thank you. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Sure. Uh, Steelers. Yeah, Bengals are going for the season sweep of their rival Steelers. They beat them earlier in the season. Uh, although I think these teams are in different places now. The Steelers did rip off a nice winning streak there after a very slow start to the season. They're looking better lately. Uh, so are the Bengals. They're coming off the, the thumping of the Raiders. I think a lot the of the thumping. Like, yeah, they thumped them. You like that? Oh bird? Sure. <laughs> They uh, let's see. I think a lot of it will come down to the Steelers' defense if they get any of those players back that missed last week. I'm going to assume that is the case and take Pittsburgh. I have the Bengals. And I can't you're... trust. I can't trust Ben in that offense. And then with the injuries to defense, maybe if they got them back. I'd have uh, I'd have a chance at them, but that receiving core with Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase, and with them going to be out potentially Minka Fitzpatrick for another game, no, right. not <clears throat> Yeah, we'll see. Even if they're at full strength, it is a lot to deal with when you got Joe Mixon in the backfield, and then yeah, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T Higgins. Sometimes it, it, there's a lot of weapons. He's on the team. At least. He's on the team. Yes, he's out there. Sometimes you've got to guard him. Sometimes you don't need to bother. <laughs> Bears at Lions. Uh, this is the first game uh, chronologically on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, Dalton, as you mentioned, is going to get the start for Chicago with Justin Fields still out with that injury he picked up in last week's game. And, yeah, it could be Boyle once again for Detroit, who are still seeking their first win. I think it happens. You're taking Detroit? Nice. I'm taking Detroit. I'll take the Bears, uh, but I don't feel good about it. <laughs> wow. That was such the most confident vote in a game I think you've ever had. 
The Bears just lost uh, Khalil Mack. They put on injured reserve actually prior to last week's game. So that's a hit for the defense. And Allen Robinson hasn't been playing either. Not that he was doing anything anyway, but. No, because it had been Darnell Mooney taking the target. Yeah, Mooney. Rookie to rookie. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not a rookie, but yeah. You're a rookie. Yeah, rookie podcaster. You better believe it. This next game, maybe I have too low. Buccaneers at the Colts. I think that needs to be higher now. That needs to be like way higher, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. The Colts. Like maybe up where Tennessee's at. Mm-hmm. Just because the Colts have like turned a corner. Yeah, I mean, I was I was ready to write them off when they started the season like one and four or whatever, but they're six and five now. They've won three in a row. They're home for this game. Uh, Buccaneers will be visiting. Still, I can't pick them, though. I still got to go with Tampa. But it could be closer than expected. I'm going to be with the 30% that picked the Colts. All right. I like it. They've The Buccaneers have – I mean, they've lost three games. They're not – Tom Brady's thrown how many interceptions in the past few games? I mean, like, what, three or four? Quite a few. Yeah. And with the grittiness that the Colts defense, I know you can't run against Tampa, but you also don't have Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is going to run against Tampa. Right. If anyone can do it, it, it's this guy. And the last thing they want to do is put the ball in Carson Wentz's hands. So, (laughs) I mean, I only kind of hope they do because then, you know, Michael Pittman gets targets and, you know, Oh, that's right. And I mean, it's not necessarily a bad idea because the Tampa secondary is so depleted. Mm-hmm. But it yeah, seems like they've been points. playing a little bit better than you better lately, though. Or maybe that's just the Daniel Jones effect. He makes every defense look great. Mike, you and I could be on that field and we could make the defense look good. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Eagles at Giants. Hey, let's, let's crap on Daniel Jones some more. <laughs> oh, Does this oh. game count. This You're is like this. Game. So with Jason oh. Garrett being fired as the offensive coordinator, you know who's taking over? Oh, my God. Our old oh. friend from Cleveland, Freddie Kitchens, or Freddie Bathrooms, as we began calling him. <laughs> oh, my God. Really? Watch. They're going to go on this amazing, like, seven-game win streak now. <laughs> I don't know. From what I and then they're going to be like, Kitchens should be a head coach. Yeah. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. And the Browns were not too happy with, with Mr. Kitchens by the time he was gone. I actually didn't know he was with the Giants until I heard this news. <laughs> I assumed he was out of the league because of how terribly that went. Uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. No. I'm taking the Eagles. Absolutely. All right. Vikings at 49ers. This is actually kind of interesting. I don't know how much faith to put into the 49ers beating up on teams like the Jaguars. Uh, when meanwhile, you've got the Vikings who just come off an impressive win against Green Bay. The percentages are closer than you may think. What do you think the percentages are and which direction are they leaning? I would have, I would guess they would be skewed towards the Vikings. No. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Uh, 43% for Vikings, 57 for the Niners. Yeah, that surprises me. I, I would not be that confident in the 49ers. 
I would have thought they would have both been like within the the mid forties mm-hmm. or upper forties, lower fifties, like sure, that type yeah. of a balance. So who do you have winning? Which side of this do you land on? 43% with the Vikings. Yeah, I'm with you too. I don't really, I don't really believe in the 49ers defense. And uh I don't believe I don't in really the 49ers believe. run game. I don't really like, believe it's in their freaking Debo game. Samuel. <laughs> He's really their whole team. It's insane. He does everything but nothing. It baffles me. So, yeah, we both got Minnesota there. Uh, how about the Monday night game? Seahawks at the Washington football team. You know, this looks more exciting on paper, and this is a lot closer in percentages than you would think. So I'm going to give you the percentages. You tell me the teams. Okay. 47 and 53. See, this is another one where I would I would guess most people are going with the team that's been traditionally better in recent memory and, and going with Seattle. So you're putting what where? I would guess that more people picked Seattle. Yes. Okay. I did not, however. I, I also did not. Look at this. Great minds think alike. Uh, well, mm. <laughs> yeah. I have, we think alike. That's about as far as I'd go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of like, who are we just talking about? I, I don't have any faith in Russell Wilson right now. I need to see it before I believe it. And uh, Washington. It's frustrating. Like, I keep using that word a lot, but like they have Metcalf and Lockett and then Russell's legs. Sorry about that. My, uh, my daughter took it a little too literally when I said we needed till exactly 10 o'clock. <laughs> because that I was knew that was coming. <laughs> okay. So Seahawks at Washington. We're both taking the football team, right? Yes. Panthers, Dolphins. No analysis Panthers. here. What? Yes, Panthers. Falcons, Jaguars. It's a little tough. Oh my to God. Do we have to? How terrible. One of these teams beat the Buffalo Bills two weeks ago. Don't forget. Or three weeks, whatever it was. You were ready for this? Take no. a guess at my pick. Are you taking the Jaguars based on the depressed, Man. defeated tone in your voice? Yeah. Well, it is not a uh, super tiny amount of people that are with you. It's 30% picked Jacksonville. I'm taking the Falcons with very little confidence. You can do it. I just need They can't do it, but you can do it. I just need Cordell Patterson back, please, and have a big game. Well, if he's back, then absolutely. But, I mean, I can't play that game. Right. You don't know. We don't know at this point. Okay, final game of the week, at least in terms of watchability, <laughs> the Jets at the Texans. Uh, the Jets could get their rookie quarterback, Zach Wilson, back. They've been starting a mix Mike White. of Mike White and Joe Flacco the past few weeks. Mike White. Mm-hmm. It was fun. It was fun while it lasted with Mike White there for a minute. Uh, meanwhile, the, rookie the te- quarterback we drafted is back. Yes, I don't know if I'd play him, though, this week because the Texans have – I feel like – I mean, look what their defense just did to Ryan Tannehill, and I'm actually taking the Texans to win. I have the Texans as well, not because of what they did to the no offense of Tennessee, but because it's the Jets. <laughs> Jets going to jet. What? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> don't. 
All right, and that wraps up the Week 12 slate of matchups. We will take one final quick break and return for a very special edition of the Fantasy Corner. Now, let's take a trip down to the Fantasy Corner. And we're back. Let's spend... These next few minutes is talking about our redraft ESPN league where you, Matt, eked out the narrowest of victories. (laughs) You won your matchup by 0.1 points. Man. That's off to you. (laughs) That's a a little too spicy for my taste, but. Talk about a nail biter. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we call the stress levels on high. Spicy nails. Yeah, right. So you improved a seven and four, which uh, puts you in a very good position to make the playoffs with just a few weeks remaining. You're the number one seed in our division, although um, tied with Jeremy, but you win the points for, you have more fantasy points scored on the season. So you win the tiebreaker there. Um, I myself lost another bitterly disappointing this is why i'm so this is where all the rage against daniel jones comes from because on monday night uh coming into the monday night game i was actually up by six with daniel jones to play versus fournette and the bucks defense and i knew i was going to lose even though the app gave me like a 65 percent chance of winning the app lies and i hate it it does the projections are, are garbage daniel jones put up 160 yards, a touchdown, and two picks. And the worst thing about those picks was because he, I was against the Tampa Bay defense. Is That's minus two for me and plus two for him. That's a four-point swing right there. And it, it just made me wonder this question. Has Daniel Jones played an entire four quarters of football ever in his career without a, a turnover? Someone should I don't research know, that. Michael. I highly doubt it. Highly oh, I thought it. you had the answer already. I don't. <laughs> I don't but I would be shocked if he's ever played a turnover free game. So anyway, I, <laughs> I was up at 500, but no, now I'm back down to five and six uh, tied for whatever fourth in our division. Still with a shot at the playoffs, according to the, I mean, not that I want to trust the app for anything, but <laughs> the app gives me a 68% chance of the playoffs. Um, <clears throat> it would have to be a wild card spot at this point. And uh, yeah, which makes my matchup this week all the more important. Do you know who my opponent is this week, Matthew? Dude, I don't even know. I'm over here trying to piece together a freaking team. <laughs> well, let's hope you don't do too successfully with that because we're playing each other this week. Oh, I'm going to shred you. <laughs> <laughs> I, have basically... some, I have pending trades to wipe out the rest of my budget. <laughs> It's basically win or go home time for me. If I lose this matchup, the road to the playoffs becomes super sketchy. And so I want to put all my eggs in this basket of my crappy fantasy team. And Matthew, would you like to make another karaoke bet? Oh, hell yeah. You get to sing twice. (laughs) All right. Well, I mean, probably. Probably. Let me put it to you this way. I don't know what you have going on right now, but I have no RB2 in my slot right now, and I'm projected 105.6 points. 
Well, I have no quarterbacks. And, uh, yeah. Well, Andy Dalton's available. I noticed that. It's tempting against the Lions. I don't know, man. He might be better played than Daniel Jones. <laughs> um, I feel pretty good at quarterback position. I'm not going to lie. I know. I've been, I've been so tempted to try to make you a trade offer ever since Henry went down. I'm like, well, running back is the one position I'm actually strong at this year. <laughs> but I was too I know. Chase Edmonds just went to IR. Mm-hmm. Um, Daryl Williams is on bye. Um, Jeremy McNichols is questionable, and I don't think he's playing due to a concussion. Mm-hmm. I have a bunch of uh, Deontay Johnson for Cleveland is projected zero points. <laughs> Put him in, please. No, I. You know what the sad part is? I spent twenty bucks on him. I mean, he gave you one good game. Was it worth my budget though? Like this is a, I'm terrible at managing the money you're, part of this. You're talking to the guy who spent 30 on Taysom Hill, who didn't even start, oh, well. and then dropped him. I mean, probably, probably the week he is going to be made the starter. <laughs> I have six dollars left of my fab. Budget. I have ten, so I put a five dollar bet on two different players. Nice. Yeah, I need to take a look at that tonight. Uh, this just became all the more important. <laughs> But yeah, my problem is I sent you a screenshot of my roster last week where it's like IR question, 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 question. Like my entire bench was questioned. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, this sucks. Um, I put Tyler Boyd and Marquise Brown in for now with both questionable designations. That's not comforting. But yeah, Boyd I mean, against Pittsburgh makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. And then Pollard is slated for a big game against the Raiders, so... It, it always hurts me when I'm watching the Cowboys and I see Pollard come on the field just because it means Zeke isn't going to get any points, but it's going to hurt even more this week knowing that you're getting those Pollard points. <laughs> the worst part is he looks he looks good. It's not like I can complain about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I had some people at work question my draft choice of Tony Pollard, but I knew what I was doing with that pick. I picked him for very specifically for that reason. <laughs> well... All right, we got another karaoke bet on the board. I, I think we will – I'll reach out to Alex again because he has such – he has a very deep knowledge of, uh, of music. I'll get some song suggestions from him and maybe put out a Twitter poll or something. Sure. All right. Find out what Matt's going to be singing next week. You sound so desperate right now. I'm so desperate. I am. I need to win something. <laughs> I just, I just want to win something, please. <laughs> You crushed me in FanDuel again. This is an aside. I put up like 50 points. You put up 84. Oh, okay. Slightly less embarrassing. Uh, what was your, what happened? Because you had the Tampa defense, though, and Kelsey, they did well. Well, it's because Brown. Well, okay. I see, yeah, AJ Brown got hurt after like three plays. Zach Moss didn't do crap. Derek yeah. Carr. Oh, I love these stats. 19 for 27, 215. Okay. One touchdown, one interception, one fumble. Like, are we just like <laughs> checking off all the boxes? Yeah, Hunter Renfro. I thought I was getting a nice stack with Carr and Renfro, but they both disappointed. I, I hope Gallup. Yeah. 
I took a, the only goose egg, the only two failures I really had were T. Higgins and the Titans defense. Yeah, look at you, Cam, Mixon, DeAndre Swift, Alan Lockett. How do you do this, man? <laughs> Once again, you play two tight ends against me and it works out. <laughs> I feel like that takes a lot of guts to flex a tight end, but you, this is not the first time you've done it and it seems to be working out for you. <laughs> I would love to give you insight, but that just, I can't. I think that puts you up at six to five on the season. So, as amazing as I'm at it, like, I still manage these like flounders that like cost me games. I don't know how. Like, I had such a strong lead at the beginning, and I'm like, yes. If all nothing else fails, I've got FanDuel on lock. <laughs> Oh, you have to say, even a blind squirrel finds a nut eventually or something. Yeah, well, this week wasn't your nut week. Moving on. Actually, that's it. <laughs> that's a good place to end the show. <laughs> Just dry cuts their joint. All right, Matt, good luck with our bet. I'm very excited. I, I am so stoked. This is it. If I lose this one, I lose everything. Mm, wow don't put the house on the line yeah to everyone all the listeners out there happy thanksgiving enjoy it uh, eat lots of food good holiday weekend yeah lots of food lots of football family that's what this time of year is all about and hey listen to 2m while you're uh preparing to, uh, today let's say today wednesday <laughs> Assuming yeah put us on while you're driving around getting ready for black friday shopping mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we're with you That wraps it up for today. Until next time, this is 2M Football signing off. See you next week, everybody. Thank you for listening to the 2M Football Podcast with Matt and Mike. Don't forget to follow us on our social media, both Twitter and Instagram. Look for our photo at 2M Football Show. If you like what you heard, please tell your friends, family, and others who may be interested in listening to all of our shenanigans. And remember, we will see you next week on the Gridiron.